0: Hello. Welcome to the Soul Alignment Podcast. I'm Cass. And I am Tess. Today we have a really special guest on today, Dara Dubonnet. She is an intuitive energy mover. She works with raw foods, herbal tonics, the principles of feng shui, and astrogeography, which is kind of having a moment right now. I keep seeing it everywhere, and I'm really, really excited to speak with her more about what that is. And she also has a YouTube channel full of, like, amazing videos with her bright, bubbly personality on raw veganism, Chinese herbal tinctures, and decluttering. She is an enthusiast for anything that contributes to a clear, clean, and bright life. Welcome, Dara. Hi. Yay. Yay.
1: Hi,
2: loveys. I did it. Yay. <laughs> did it the perseverance wins um thank you so much it's so great to be with you guys I can feel your enthusiasm it's completely infectious oh good we're so
1: happy to have you here and to dive into the life you live and the happiness and the just bright light that is your life and that just like surrounds your being and we're really grateful to have you on
2: Thank you so much. Yeah, I listened to some of your podcasts. I didn't get to do all of them, but I was definitely like, I bought "Meet Your Soul." I forget the lady's name that you did the um, podcast. Yeah, with. she was amazing, and you guys oh, were amazing. Yeah, so I just I feel like they're, you're so warm and inviting, and I'm delighted to be here.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. All right. Um, well, let's let's kind of just jump in. I think we're gonna do. Just so our listeners have an idea of where this might go a little bit, I think we're going to, you know, cover a little bit of what astrogeography is just, um, Mm -hmm. you know, from an intro standpoint, and then maybe dive into mine and Cassie's charts that Dara was so nice enough to look into for us. So Dara, what is astrogeography exactly?
2: Okay. It's basically like, have you ever felt really good in one place, location, and not really good in another? It has to do with planetary energies. And astrogeography is basically the astrology of place. So just like your natal chart was a map at the moment you were born, the same goes with the map of the planet. So if wherever you were born has certain energies and anywhere you go on the planet might be challenging or supporting depending on what planetary lines are there. And it's so much fun. If you want to manifest love, you look to the Venus lines. If you want to manifest being seen for what you do, you look to find where the sun lines are. So astrogeography is a name. I it's I termed it astrogeography because astrocartography is the name of what This amazing astrologer came up with, I think, in 1978. It was like a groundbreaking way for people to easily be able to look up their astro cartography, their astrology of place. There were other methods before, but they were very time consuming. So he was like the genius that brought it forward. And he he trademarked the maps. So when I color the maps for people, I use the proper astro cartography maps. But when you, let's say, go to astro.com, they're going to call it astro click travel and other people call it other things. And I decided astrogeography was a good thing to call it. So it is basically like it's it's like so much fun because you get to see what energies you were born into, what planetary lines were going on at the moment of your birth. And those stay with you gently and beautifully throughout no matter where you go and then depending on where you live you'll have different energies there so i kind of look at it like the planets are nutrients and we all have them somewhere in our natal chart and depending on what we need more of we can either relocate we can visit and in like imbibe ourselves with the energy of that place And Bring it back home and or and I think the reason that I grabbed got grabbed by it so entirely and felt compelled to do that course that you guys were so tickled about is that I feel like in this right at this moment in time. Not only can we relocate, we can visit places easily and inexpensively. But if we can't do that, we have the ability to communicate with people. So let's say you Mm -hmm. wanted more fame and recognition for what you do. You just felt like you weren't being seen. Maybe you're living on a Neptune line. You feel like you're underwater and you want more recognition. Well, promoting whatever you're doing in the areas where your sun line is, specifically sun mid heaven, then you can really dial it in. And not only can you communicate with groups, with people, um, show up, do events, you can also take the energies from that place. So if you want some other nutrients from a different planet, you can use images from that place, textiles, food, music, to bring that energy on home. Ah, I mm-hmm. love that. That's so interesting. That's my take on it. Like, I was like, this is not so black and white. Like, sure. you could be on a Saturn line and it could be quite challenging, but you might need more discipline and perseverance in your life. So you may have contracted to stay there for a number of years, but that doesn't mean that you can't call in something else. So right. it's kind of like feng shui. Like if you need to be your yeah. love area, there's cures. And and I kind of treat astrogeography the same way. There's cures for you wherever you're at, even if you can't move.
0: Well, I was just going to say too, because I know that you, you talk a lot about the energy in the house and feng shui and the way things are. And that's really important to the work that you do. So it's so beautiful how you're kind of bringing that in to astrogeography like that same sense of how the energy is moving and what energies can you bring in yeah you can fix it
2: like i believe everything is fixable so it's kind of like a faith and optimism yeah the table so yeah thank you for bringing that out just yeah it makes it like so
1: reachable you know and um no pun intended, but like it brings it back to earth, right? Like it brings us yeah. right into our reality and like, okay, what can we do about it right now? You yeah. Know?
2: Yeah. You can do something about it. And you, you can know that once like when we're balanced, like we're right when we're balanced with our food and our spirit and our thinking, let's say we need to go to a wedding in a tricky area, or we mm. for some reason need to travel somewhere. Isn't it good to know how to be prepared? You know, it doesn't mean we can't travel the world just because the line Aren't great everywhere, it means that we're going to know how to prep ourselves. What are the antidotes? When to get out? When we start noticing things like that. So it's just knowledge is power, and it gives you an ability to prep yourself
0: totally because you definitely feel. I mean, when you travel, you can totally feel you just feel different Mm -hmm. in different areas, you know. And so, I love the idea of prepping, yeah. um, kind of knowing what you're stepping into so you can
2: balance that energy to
0: support yourself. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Like, for example, um, you guys are familiar with like the Mars, Dece- we don't want to go into details maybe. Go ahead with your question.
1: I mean, you touched on some of the different lines, you know, you talked about Neptune and Sun, your Sun line and the Venus line even. So maybe just like before we continue to talk about those different lines, like maybe just give us a little rundown of like what sure. they,
2: what they mean that's such a great question okay so there's the planets and each one so I'm gonna describe a little bit about the expression of each one and then what I want you guys to know is that let's I'll go through them and then I'll explain the different angles but basically the Sun is going to illuminate and I think I want to talk about the angles because the planet has its energy and the planet expresses itself, right? Like the sun is going to make you illuminate. It's going to illuminate some area of your life. And depending on which angle you find on the map, it's the AS, the DS, the MC or the IC, depending on which angle the sun is at, that's where the sun's going to throw its energies or express itself in that area of your life. So the sun is going to illuminate you. It's the fame line. It's like, as far as feng shui, if you want to be seen for what you do, a sun line will help you. And it's healthy ego. It's a little bit masculine. It's a fun line. You just feel good with the sun, but not everybody would feel good with the sun. Let's say you're very Scorpio or you're very private and you don't want that. You want to like hide a bit, then you wouldn't choose the sun. So part of it is knowing yourself. Ah. And part of it is knowing what you need you know so usually when i do readings for people i do intuitive sessions i always take a peek at the natal chart i take a peek at the astrogeography so i can get a handle on what they may need um and then i talk so you know yourself so you would know if you want the limelight or you think you need the limelight and then the moon is very it keeps you in touch it's mothering it's Um, closeness with mother it's being close to your own desires and your own being in touch with your soul and so it's a beautiful nutrient but you might not want the moon energy if you are too sensitive if you're feeling too delicate and too needy and too emotional and then we have, yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> interesting, but if you want to be a mother and you want to be seen as a nurturer, or let's say it's moon expressing itself on the IC, which has to do with home, that particular angle, then that could f- be a feeling of being um, in touch with the land. So shall I just run through them? Yeah. Is, yeah. That sounds great. Okay. So Mercury is a fun one. Mercury is youthful. It's the messenger planet. It's what you're interested in and what you're interested in communicating. So it's a really good line for being seen, uh, being notable. Um, It's where you can get your name recognized. So it's got a little bit of fame and recognition to it. It's a, note, a notoriety line, and it also makes you really able to process information and find the things that are interesting to you. Okay. And to be able to communicate. It's a great writing line or communicating sure. line. Oh. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want Mercury if you were a nervous person. Like it can make you more nervous. If you were too anxious, then you'd have too much of that energy and you'd want to balance it with something else. But it's a fun one. It's a youthful one. It's not particularly sexual, but it's a youthful, fun, Um, energy that is enables people to get their creativity into form.
0: I want to say that I was born on a Mercury Saturn cross or something.
2: You, honey, were born on, (laughs) (laughs) you were born who said that Tess or who's Cassie? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because Cassie is not you. I was like, you were born directly on a moon. I see line Tess. And, um, that does feel right. Oh my goodness. It's a beautiful thing. Born, being born on the moon line. Um, it makes you actually very, um, you have great insight into your feelings and it's Mm -hmm. a good place to know your own soul. So feels, yep, yeah, really feel yeah, feels right. <laughs> and, and mothering and nurturing. It's beautiful. yeah. Yeah. So um, Cass was born. Cassie was born on Neptune. I see. I can't. I'm going to talk oh, about this. Ooh, okay, cool. You've got as far as I know, unless I entered the information incorrectly. No, no. <laughs> do you did you find you were it was different? Um, there was like a, I was. Well, so the
0: closest line wasn't that. And so I was like clicking on it and trying to,
2: so I was born on a Neptune, IC. see. So Neptune's the tricky one, but you also have Jupiter on the IC and Venus rising. So you have gorgeous lines that can kind of dilute the Neptune and the Neptune is great for um, inner spiritual wisdom, which we're going to get to. So let me run down the list of the okay, other ones. Yeah, so yeah, we have yeah. Venus, which is all about love and beauty and um style and what happens with venus is that if you only have venus and you're lacking drive venus could make you lazy so it's the most gorgeous for like we all want love and beauty and romance Mm. but if you are already kind of sitting back on the sofa eating bonbons then you want and you want to get up and going then i would recommend bringing a little mars energy into your space to give you drive so they're all, mm. you can see, they all have beautiful expressions. And then on the other right. side, why they might not be good. Of course. So we have Mars, which is masculine. It's drive. It's being aggressive. It's getting things out into the world. It's the Nike phrase, just do it. And the downside of Mars would be if you have any anger issues, um, Mars is kind of aggressive. So okay. you've got to mind yourself. <laughs> And depending on which angle, the only one you don't want to be on the descendant because that's other people being angry with you, which could portend attacks. So Mm. I usually guide people away from that. Okay. We have Jupiter, which is completely joy, opportunity, faith, abundance, money, um, luck, Mm serendipity. It's lovely. And I can't think of any reason you wouldn't want any of that. <laughs> yeah, that all sounds perfect and beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any, I don't, at this moment, I don't have anything to say about Jupiter or why you wouldn't <laughs> want it. Right. Yeah, Saturn's a good one. Saturn is an interesting one. So I was taught to just shade out Saturn and shade out Pluto. Those are the toughies. Like, you don't ever want to live there. You don't want to move there. And I don't know that I agree with that. Although long term, you don't want to live on a Saturn line because it makes you it gives you authority saturn is gives you discipline it can make delays happen in your life it makes you dot your i's and cross your t's and saturn is very um it's like the taskmaster. And it's not easy, but it pushes you to be your best. And I kind of like it because I'm a Capricorn and hard work and discipline are something that I need to have in order to function. So, and somebody might need Saturn if they were going to school or they needed discipline in order to, you know, outline a book or build a home. Like, That kind of thing. Like, every single one of these planets has something good for us. Like, if you don't build a home, if you don't use Saturn and form a home, then you have nothing to sleep in and to play in. So, Saturn is good, but maybe not to retire on because it's aging and it could portend ill health. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh And then we have Uranus, which is the planet of surprises. So, where Saturn's like old men sitting around building like institutions that stay there forever and there's mm-hmm. red tape. Uranus is like the rebel that comes along and is like, no, there's a new way. There's a new way to do this. And Uranus um, speaks of like teenage energy and it's fun and, and newness, but it could make you feel um, different than everybody else. It's good sometimes and maybe not good in others, but it okay. will definitely give you surprises and make, some could be happy and some could not be. Right. And then we have Neptune, which is one that I lived on for many years and I would not do it again. But Neptune has four different there's four different angles for each planet. So um, Neptune is the spirituality. So if somebody needed um, imagination and they needed to tap into their spirituality a Neptune line is the best for that. Right, tapping into Akashic records, tapping into intuition and spirit and things beyond the veil. So it's so helpful. But when you're trying to make decisions, it's hard to see clearly. And when you are trying to see things clearly, it's hard and also to be seen because it's kind of like you're under the water, right? It's Neptune, the god of the sea. So you're getting treasures from under the water, but you may not be able to see things clearly but I have antidotes for all of these things. So then we have, and that's all in the course. So then we have Pluto, which is like transformation. Like if you're born on a Pluto line, like I was, you're an agent of change. And just by being, you affect change in others. So it's amazing for artistry. It's amazing for shaking your life up if things are stuck. And it's sexy and it's all about power. And depending on which angle it's showing up on, then it will, you'll know which area of your life you're getting transformation. So people might want that if they want to go to do a, an ayahuasca ceremony or if they feel stuck in their lives. Like, it's a shakeup. Right. right. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, but not recommended for long-term living unless you're the kind of person that needs that kind of drama. Chiron is so beautiful. Chiron is the key to unlocking where we were wounded. And that might sound like a drag because like who wants to see their wounds? But actually, as if anyone wants to be a healer, anybody wants to be in service to others or help others in any way, The magic lies in where we were wounded, because wherever we were wounded, that's where we do the work to heal ourselves. And whatever that little magic piece is, that's a clue for life purpose, because that's a way in which we can help others. So it's a beautiful thing to be able to see and release past limiting beliefs and physical things for healing. And in the course, I don't really talk about the moon's node it's not a planet, it's a whole other subject unto itself. But if somebody finds near a moon's node, they can just know that it's a karmic and fated situation for soul growth. Okay,
1: Mm, awesome. Well, thank you for that. Like, yeah, no, that was a rundown (laughs) just so we have an idea of like what all those um, planets and like their energy means. Yeah. Um, So we touched on um, a little bit. So. How does the line that we're born on affect us throughout our life?
2: Well, I believe that we come into um, this world choosing the lessons that we need to learn in this lifetime to evolve, to become more enlightened. So we choose our parents. We choose the place we were born. We choose the energy. So if you were born on, let's say, a moon I see, node, then that energy that you were born on is something particular. It's like a key to knowing something about yourself that you chose to have as part of you. And then it's energy that stays with you always in this lifetime. So it's a beautiful thing. Even if it's one of the more challenging ones, it's still a beautiful thing, as mm-hmm. I have seen it in every reading.
0: Yeah, that's really cool because. I lo- well, I love the idea of, that, like, the choice of it, right? Because then it's like, okay, how can I use this energy to my benefit? Or, like, what would have been the benefit? It kind of, like, look, like or- orients you to looking for how is this
2: actually, how can I use this to work for me? Exactly. Right. Um, you would be, with moon on the IC, you would be, um, you would have an internal need perhaps, and I, you can tell me if this is correct for emotional security and family, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) People and the land would be important to you. And so you have a natural affinity and probably good fortune with home and family and perhaps even real estate, because on the line that you were born on, it portends benevolence for those things. Oh, Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, that's amazing. So Mm -hmm. cool. And then I always look to I I look when I do somebody's intuitive session, or I'm looking even if I'm doing astrogeography, I always look at their basics, right? The sun, the moon, the rising, but I also look at the true node, because that's where your spirit wants to head. Um, You've spent many past lifetimes in one area as one kind of qualities of one sign and then your spirit for growth you have to stretch to do it but you're, whenever you act in accordance with your true node your spirit's happy so that gives me not only clues for life for the person but for where it might be good for them what kind of energies planetary energies what might be good for them to lean towards to live it helps so that's that's the same as the north node right um yes the true node and the north node are the same
0: Cool, yeah. Mine's Aquarius, from what I know. <laughs> I from, I know. from what you know. Yeah. From what I know. Yes. It's Aquarius. Tess, what's
1: yours?
2: I don't know what mine is. Tess's is, is I got both of your notes here. Um, your true node is in Pisces. Okay. Oh my gosh,
0: I have so many true node P- Scots and Three of my other good friends (laughs) all have their North Node in Pisces.
2: Really? So it's the path of healing and service and Mm. generosity. And it definitely speaks of being in the wellness industry and mystical experiences. Mm. You'll have them and then you want to understand them. You want to, you know, analyze and comprehend. So it's mystical and analytical and beautiful. So the more you lean into your creativity the better that's great yeah that's Mm -hmm. great to hear Mm -hmm. and do we want to talk about Aquarius one sure (laughs) okay so that was Tess and then so basically what happens with the north node is that and it's so good for people to know about themselves because in anything you do, like whether you are cleaning the house or having your relationship or in work, the more you lean into, the more Tess leans into being Piscean, the happier she'll be across the board. Mm-hmm. So you let go of Virgo stuff because you've been Virgo in many lifetimes. We've done much analysis. We It's comfortable for us to lean into where we've been before. So you, you are... You're used to overthinking things and maybe having worry and having anxiety, and what having knowing that you're supposed to welcome in and lean into Pisces qualities, then using all that mercurial energy, um, where you want to think things out and analyze, it's you're and you're actually doing it very, very well is because you're prompting others to think, so you're using it not to cause yourself stress but to prompt others. And you would want to lean into creativity and freedom and imagination and welcoming help from the divine, surrendering and being present. Yeah. And and so, you know, when I hear these things, I think, oh, she would do well on a Neptune IC line if if she were ever to go to one because that helps one be present in the now. So the biggest thing is letting go of stretching out of our comfort zone. And when we do that, our spirit will be happy. And then we just keep doing it more and more and it becomes who we are. Right. And so Cassie has her true node in Aquarius. So you're correct on that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Good. Yay. Yay. So you spent lifetimes or at least the past lifetime being very Leo. So it's kind of letting go of it being all about you and being too loyal and being too protective. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Loyalty at the expense of what you need and welcoming. Yeah. yeah welcoming. And you know what that's like, right? Like, yes Okay. Yes, very well. Good. So then welcoming in teamwork, team play mm-hmm. causes for the people, which you're doing. Both of you seem so aligned with your true notes, like having purpose and, it would speak of like environmental and sustainable living and what you're speaking about new cutting edge ideas. Hello. We're talking about astrogeography. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You right now are leaning into both of you are leaning into your true notes beautifully from what I see. Does that sound right? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So cool.
0: So I was kind of like curious too. So if I'm correct in what I looked at, Mm -hmm out in California, I'm on a Venus line, which is funny because I was engaged to my husband out here and our relationship, like we repaired our relationship out here.
2: Beautiful. Yeah, it's a happy place for family and there's a couple of reasons, but this particular Venus line is Venus rising, Venus on the AC. And you, if if anybody wants to feel beautiful, this is the line, like this is, this is the most desirable place literally where you are is, is really it. So that speaks of love. Absolutely. I do love the sunshine out here. Yes. (laughs) And you also have Jupiter on the IC, which basically that's Jupiter, the planet of expansion and optimism and joy having to do with the IC, which is home, everything that has to do with home and land and real Uh estate and family. So this is a particularly happy place where tradition grows, a sense of inner worth happens Kind of, it's called the Garden of Eden line. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And the Neptune, I, the Neptune um, expresses itself in the icy. also here. And it speaks of imagination, romantic notions. Sometimes it can be unrealistic. Just so you know, Neptune is really good and you could have success in the arts and poetry and music. And this angle of Neptune is a really lovely one because it is, if you were looking for your highest spiritual growth, this is the line. The only thing is that things built here are built on sand. So it's not ideal for like buying real estate. It's ideal for like community living or somebody else taking care of like your sustenance It's kind of like if you imagine going on a retreat, and the beautiful food is made for you, and the beds are made, and you're just there tapping into your inner wisdom. But it's a little hard to be rooted. So maybe not like a long-term line. Well... Uh, Neptune alone, so each planet, each longitudinal line that we're talking about, and I didn't mention, but I would like to mention that when you're on the line, and you and you can see that, um, when you're on the line, it's strongest. And then up to 700 miles away from the line is what I call the orb of influence. In, oh, it gets vibrationally less and less the further you go away from the line. So sure. basically, sometimes there's no lines, and that means that which happens, yeah, that that happened with your place of birth, Cassie. There's no lines close. And so there's nothing supporting, but there's also nothing challenging. And then when you have one line alone, then that planetary line is running game. And then when you have more than one line, let's say there's two very, very close, then they make their own baby energy, but when you have three or more, then each one gets a little diluted. And depending on where you are out in your life cycle, depending on, you know, who you are, then one might be stronger than the other. So what I would say is lean into the spirituality from the neptune consider that being taken care of isn't a bad thing <laughs> um, right. and then know that you have jupiter which is all about grounding into the land and is beneficial for real estate so those two are a little bit you know buying real estate we'd have to look into that but basically it's a garden of eden it's a spiritual place it might feel a little shifty under your feet at times because it's like sand and water. It's interesting because mm-hmm.
0: we've thought about moving many times. Like, we we have a hard time, like, buying and, like, choosing to, to root. Yeah, it's
2: hard. It would be hard. So,
0: yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, like, I love it out. I love the energy out here. I love how I feel when I'm out here.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. It just might be a little bit hard to root.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. totally resonates. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay, so um, so when someone hears this and is like, it's piquing their interest, and they really are like, okay, I want to learn more. I would love to like dive into my chart and learn a bit, a little bit more. What are the resources that you have, and what can they do mm-hmm. to? Dive into their chart and to learn more about what areas are influencing them. Yeah,
2: well, I have something that I would have loved to have had over the past 20 years knowing about my only simply knowing that I'm living on a Jupiter ascending line and knowing that I moved away from a Neptune line, but not knowing anywhere in between and not knowing anywhere on the planet. And there's always times we want to travel or we have to go somewhere or we're thinking about somewhere. And wouldn't it be fun to look it up at any moment and then know what those energies are for you? So I took this really like, if you start looking into astrocartography, the books are like intense. <laughs> They're intense. The information's <laughs> intense. And I was like, I'm going to take it all. And kind of like I did with raw food, like I'm going to make it palatable and yeah. understandable. So the course that I made shouldn't really be called a course. Cause it's really like showing you how to look online for free, <laughs> your partner, your friend, your lover, your children, anytime you want. And then, I spend some time explaining the planets and the angles and how to how to harness them when you need them, how to deal with them if you're on one that's challenging. And so I kind of, I made that course or mini guide or whatever you want to call it, but it's it's available so you can like quickly get a how-to and a lowdown on how to do it at any time. So that is the Intro to Astrogeography course on my website. That is very easy. I think you guys thought it was easy yes. did you?
0: Yes. And you have so many like lovely videos. It's nice to watch. I don't know. I, I enjoy watching a video and getting the information that way.
2: Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah. it was just
0: nice to be able to like sit back and watch just like sure. you talking lovingly about these different aspects, because it's a super easy way to digest it. You're not reading, like you said, like a heavy textbook that's like really thick in the language and really hard to digest. Yeah. yeah there's right? some stuff really out there that's cool. wacky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you also have
2: um, you also offer um, individual sessions. I do. Correct? I yeah. do sessions. Yeah, because sometimes uh, so if you take the course and you need confirmation, there's many sessions you can do with me so I can go in and look and we can talk about it or you can do um an astrogeography session or a couples astrogeography session because it's really important to check how your partner's doing where they are that's kind of why I like I recommend the course because you can check how both of you will be doing in different places, but I do that. And then I do intuitive sessions where I will always take a peek at someone's astrogeography first, because (laughs) I want to rule out, like, are they having difficulties or not seeing clearly what's going on? Like what can we rule out? first? Mm -hmm. So yes, sessions. And of course you can take your pick. Wonderful. Awesome.
1: Amazing. And then, um, so for example, we're all living in a place right now. So then if we start to dive into our astrogeography chart, um, Mm -hmm. what are some of the changes that we can make or the small things that we can do big or small things that we can do to start to benefit from being in touch with our astrogeography chart? Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, so if you find out you live on a benefic, you get to jump for joy, <laughs> lean, lean more into that. And then you get to say, oh, well, if I'm having difficulties in this area, there's some other things I need to look at. Maybe I need to look at the feng shui of my home. Is it supporting who I am now? Maybe I need to take a look at my relationships. Am I having, um, does something need to go? Does there need to be some heavy lifting? So if you're living on a benefic, you get to lean in even more into like ah oh, I know this like oh, I'm living on a Venus line I feel beautiful but you know what I need a little more drive then you find your Mars line on the map and you connect in with that drive okay you go you know you you can use um, the planets that you find on the map to either I see. when I hang up the phone with people, I'm like, when we find a line that they need, and even if they can't go to Saudi Arabia, but they've mm-hmm. got Jupiter on the midheaven and sun on the midheaven, which speaks of like fame and career and fails and all these wonderful things. You can still connect with that person that you may have met that has connections with Saudi Arabia, or you can watch a movie. Um, you can listen to music. You can um, start opening up the portals to right. places that have the energy Energies that you need including love right like look for your venus descending line like i speak to people and we we giggle because um very often the person that they fell in love with it has something to do with where their venus line originated particularly venus on the descendant so you can start, it's almost like you literally can start opening up the portals for the things you need instantly sure. when you know where they are. That's and what then, I think. yeah, and I really highly recommend decluttering. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. always highly recommend eating clean because that's how you hear spirit better in your All own right. heart. Yeah. But you can make magic at home where you are. Like, I believe magic can be made. It's like we say in feng shui, live wherever you're living like you're living there forever. Don't live with boxes and saying, I'm going to move, I'm going to move, I'm going to move because you're uh, the person moving. So you live there and take care of it like it's the most beautiful thing. You start looking at your items and saying... I know Marie Kondo says, does it spark joy? But I'm like, what is it saying to you? Because the things that are surrounding you are saying things to you, whether you're listening or not. And the people, the energy, it's all about energy. So I believe at this particular time, we can shift it so quickly. So if you all of a sudden took my course and you realized, okay, Dara says for fame and reputation to be seen by the world, um, I need sun on the midheaven or any sun line and you find it um, in Nova Scotia, right? Let's say because Cassie has a sun midheaven line running right through Nova Scotia. That doesn't mean that she has to go there. It's cold. It doesn't mean that, but she can, when we stop this podcast she can just open up her computer to gorgeous imagery of that area and just go huh and we don't know what's going to happen when she does that she might get an idea who knows she might decide to go there and write or to we don't know what can happen but it's literally just opening up the energy for some kind of miracle
0: totally yeah that's really cool I, I definitely believe in the way that that energy transfers and we can feel it and it can stay in objects and yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's amazing. I like open my, so I've been like cleaning and organizing my house as I've been clearing out my subconscious mind. My house is just naturally just ordering around me. Like, isn't I just it feel, amazing? Yeah. It's so cool how connected. Um, and I opened this closet and I was, I'm like really, was really feeling in tune with myself and I felt this like deep sadness. And I was like, weird what is that from and I like scan the closet asking my intuition like what's bringing the sadness and there was this comforter that was folded up that I had when um and I lost a cat really young and tragically and like I was really bonded with the cat because I raised him from like tiny kitten like bottle fed and um that comforter he used to like jump on and like attack my feet in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it was weird how once once I allowed that energy to speak to me and I listened to it and then it was like this comforter has sadness in it because it reminds you of that Mm loss. Yeah,
2: and then that's going to just trigger you whether you're listening or not. So it's so amazing that you said it was in the closet because I really liken it to – it's the easier – it's the easy way to – It's not a heavy detoxification for your body because it it, it lands in our homes. It lands in our bodies. The emotions land in our body. The, The removing or the honoring, saying goodbye to the blanket, if that's what you did, is like saying, I don't need to hold on to this anymore. And it might leave your body after that. The emotion might leave. And it's kind of like, you know, the work that I do with feng shui and decluttering and food goes with, like, the deconditioning of human design where you're taking off things that don't belong on you ideas or you know people who do um manifestation work where sometimes you have to go into hypnosis to uncover what's lurking behind the closet doors of your psyche so that's a really beautiful example of um of of looking behind the closet door because you don't see it every day but it's still there and it's affecting you.
0: Yeah, I love how yeah, I love how you bring all of those things together because it's kind of the, yeah. all of those things are so connected and it's cool to see someone kind of taking them the knowledge from all of them and coalescing them down. It's kind of just the energy of that's around you, the space that you're in and how that affects the energy within.
2: Yes. It affects your psyche. It affects everything. So I love human design. I don't know if where, I don't know how you found me, but. Yeah. So I found you probably about a year and a
0: half ago, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit longer than that. And it was like right around the time I think when, or I don't even know if they were brand new at the time, but you and you and uh, Jenna,
2: Zoe, yeah. so have those. Yeah, I, I was going to mention Jenna. I wanted to know if you – knew. right, so you know of Jenna and her beautiful yes, work with human yeah. design. And then it goes along with – that's just deconditioning other people, OPBS, as I call it, other people's belief systems. <laughs> and like it's like deconditioning or decluttering on a different level. And then there's Lacey Phillips who does um, – inner work, like there's stuff lurking around in our inner closets that we weren't aware of that we were holding on to from our parents' ideas around manifesting things. And it's so fascinating how it, it does all link together and how we can just open the closet door and be willing to look, which totally. you were. That's so awesome. Um, okay. So if our listeners want to get in
1: touch with you, um, mm-hmm. you know, for either an intuitive reading or an astrogeography reading, um... Otherwise, I mean, is your website a great place? Um, How about your Instagram?
2: I, I yes, I love my Instagram because I can connect easily and see what other people are up to. It's Dara, D-A-R-A and then Muse, M-U-S-E. Okay. Um, Dara Muse. And the website that houses an easy place to book and an easy place to get the course is Dara Dubinay. D a r a dot com, and it's very easy. It's amazing. Simple. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. you have such a beautiful, clean, easy to understand website. It's so wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> it's clean, perfect. Dear, and yeah, it's very uncluttered. Not cluttered <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, Dara, for coming on. This has been so great. Just like even just the beginning understanding of astrogeography, it it obviously holds so much magic and power. Um, And I think, you know, opening, you know, like you were talking about earlier, opening that up and opening ourselves up to its magic, I think is like a really beautiful, wonderful place to start.
2: Yeah. I'll close up with just saying it absolutely changed my life. I was born on a Pluto line and life was tumultuous. And then I moved to Florida and, I ended up having two divorces and a baby and nothing but spiritual lessons. And I was Mm. having a very, very hard time. And I visited California. And the minute I got here, it was like, I perked up and I thought, what's going on? I feel happy and creative. And I don't know, I feel different. And that was years ago. And I called my astrologer and I was like, I don't know what's going on. And she's like, Oh, astro cartography. And you're on, you live on a Neptune line and that's your Jupiter line. And when you get there, thousands of people want to hear what you have to say. And yeah. It's fun. It's so, wild. It so, so It amazing. works. It works. I've had countless stories and it works. So I just want, I want everyone, the reason I, I push the course is because I want everybody to be able to feed themselves whenever they want. Right. Like, yeah. I never had a place to look it up. I would have had so much fun with it. And I want people to have fun with it. Cause it really is like, you can dream of places to visit and see how it feels. I call it Astro Geo travel. Like go check it out. Absolutely. For yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
1: I mean, just like Think about how much, you know, how many people just love travel in general, not even considering astrogeography, but then when you take into account like your own planets and your own lines and stuff like that, think about how much more fun that is.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And so every, this is a great quote that I got from one of my books. Every human potential exists somewhere on the earth for each person. At least as much as their destiny permits, right? Like as much as you can expand and you're willing to expand. But every human potential, love, wealth, career, joy, abundance, it's available Mm. for us. Sometimes we can't see past what we're swimming in. If we're swimming in a certain kind of water, it's hard to imagine what we'd like be like in a different one. So this is just me telling you that there is such a thing as a geographical fix. Ah, oh, that is such a
1: beautiful thing to end on. Wow. What a, like, what a big <laughs> thought. Like, you know, that's amazing. Like if everyone just sat on that thought for the rest of the day after yeah. like, listening to this podcast, it's like, wow, holy
0: cow. Like,
2: yeah, so much is out there. Yeah. So I like to pull people out of the waters if need be. Yeah. So um, really great talking with you guys. I, I just can't wait to go listen to the rest of your podcast. You're so fun and so wonderful together.
1: Well, we hope, hope you, you enjoy, enjoy that. Them. Let us know what you think for sure. I
2: will. will. So happy day, everybody.
1: Well, thank you guys for tuning into episode eight. And definitely go check out Dara's stuff. Obviously, as you can tell, she is just absolutely a wonderful light and an amazing person to talk to as well. So thank you again so much for coming on.
2: My pleasure.
0: Yes. Thank you for all of your knowledge. And have a wonderful week, everyone. And we will see you back here soon. Bye. All right. Bye, guys.